Why don't you do the world a favor, pull your lip over your head and swallow? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Because they're all good kids. Until dried out, brain dead skags like you drag them down and convince them they're no good. I love it. This is Bugs and Hugs. For Alibi Vodka. Well, there it is, your cue to call in with your bug or hug. 1-877-332-8255. Every Friday, we set aside one hour, 10 o'clock, like clockwork. You know that we are going to give you an opportunity to give us a shout and get it off your chest. If you've got a bug, something that has been driving you nuts, maybe it's something you're dealing with, maybe it's something you heard us talking about this week, if you've got a bug, let us hear about it. one 332 8255 The other side of that is, if you want to send a shout-out to somebody, somebody has done something great, then let's do that as well. That's what Bugs and Hugs is all about. It's your opportunity at one 332 8255 to let us know what's on your mind. Already got some texts coming in. Trevor and Prince Albert texted in with a bug this morning. He is bugged big time by Mayor Dion and council and basically the way they treat the RM of Prince Albert residents. Trevor says they pay two and a half times what the city residents pay for water through their rural water utility. And now they get a letter telling us that there's an agreement for firefighting service, which has been in place since 99 and it's changing. It started out as a hundred dollar a year fee. Now $350 per year. The city now has the retainer fees and is changing the policy. Wow. That's pretty significant. Pretty significant. And by the way, Trevor goes on to say at the bottom of his text, to add insult to injury, if you put your kids in swimming lessons with a rural address, they want to charge you a $75 fee. So, Trevor, thanks for texting in. one 332-8255. No sooner do I get the text from Trevor, Jason and Prince Albert text in saying, I got a bug for you. Prince Albert City Council's proposal to charge extra fees to RM residents at recreational facilities. So this is a big deal in the Prince Albert area. If you're living outside, and boy, I'll tell you, if you know that PA area, there are a ton of residences. There are I, this is not scientific. I don't have data to support this, but I'm going to say per capita, there are as many, if not more, acreages and people that live in the RM outside of Prince Albert than most other major cities in the province. There are a ton. I think it's just got to do with uh, like what, what it's like up there. Beautiful trees, you know, just the, the, the nature, the land. But boy, there are a lot of people that live out of town. And Trevor and Jason are a couple of our first texters today with their bugs on some of the proposed hikes going up in terms of taxes, the firefighting service charge, the fees for RM residents at recreational facilities. They're bugged. one 332 8255 Have you got a bug, something that you would like to share? Phone lines are open for you. I'd be happy to hear what you've got for us. I'll start us off with this. There ain't nobody here but us There ain't nobody here at all. Yeah. How about the chicken discussion that's going on at the city of Regina right now? I, I I don't know. I don't get it. And I keep saying maybe it's because I'm a farm kid. Maybe. I don't know. But 
There was a motion going forward to Regina City Council to start a pilot of 20 homes that could have chickens, hens, in their backyard. They were going to start it as a pilot. The motion was ultimately defeated. It was actually a vote of 5-5, to but that counts as a defeat in council. Mayor Sandra Masters, who has talked to us about this, basically says just not the priority right now and just not something that we want to spend our time on. In fact, she went on to say the city of Regina has a tough time enforcing a lot of the bylaws that it has. Adding a new bylaw with some new enforcement pieces in it is just overburdening a system that already is having some challenges. Councillor Shannon Zakidniak, though, is one of the ones leading the charge, saying we'll bring this back. What do you think? You want chickens in your backyard? I grew up on a farm. We had chickens on the farm. If you think chickens aren't noisy, go out there at feeding time and find out if they're noisy. They are. If you think they're not stinky, I mean, maybe if you have one chicken and you spend a lot of time cleaning up after it. The other thing is on the farm, our cats stayed very close to the chicken coop, not because they were after the chickens, but everything that comes with chickens. There's mice, there's varmints of all kind, vermin of all kind. To me, I'm, I'm saying it's not for the city. Dumb idea. Chickens in the city, don't agree with it. So that's my bug to start the day off. I'd like to hear yours. 1-877-332-8255. We got some calls coming in now. I'm going to start with Brian in Saskatoon. Thanks for calling in for Bugs and Hugs. You got a bug today? What is it, Brian? Yeah, I'm tired of service charges. You know, I live alone. I I, uh, wash about one load of clothes a week. I shower at the local gym. Uh, Last bill, I used $18 worth of water and sewer. My bill is for $75. So the service charges are are what gets you, is what you're saying? They're about four times what you use, and... uh, Summertime, it's nothing to get a $200 water bill now. You don't mm-hmm. even have to water that often. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting kind of ridiculous. That's my that's my bug for the week. I I think it's a good one. Yeah, and you, it's not just limited to water bills. It doesn't matter what you do. Stay at a hotel, fly in, on an airplane. There's service charges. There's extra fees that are attached to so many of those bills. Brian, thanks so much for calling in. one 332 Lots of texts coming in here. Jamie from Rokenville, here's a bug. It's fo- <laughs> He says it's foggy out here. I'm editing because he's got a word in there I won't repeat. It's foggy out here on the eastern side of the province, and nearly every car I'm meeting on the highway just has their running lights on because they have it on auto lights as opposed to turning the lights on. Didn't Sarah Mills just talk about this today? Wasn't this her speaking point in her? Yeah, I think it was. People that don't use their lights. So, as you heard from Jamie in Rokenville, if you are on the east side of the province, it is foggy out there. We've seen a fair bit of fog the last little while. Throw those lights on. That's a bug. one 332 8255 Rose in Saskatoon texts in a bug. The SAS party government destroying Saskatchewan companies like Surecom and replacing them with U.S. companies who have not done value add on one tire since coming to Moose Jaw, sending our tires, our money, and our jobs out of the province. Now they're doing the same for the North Tires. Makes no sense. I am no longer a SAS Party supporter, says Rose. This morning I was chatting with Minister of Education 
Jeremy Cockrell, and I asked him, are you worried about losing the hearts and minds of Saskatchewan people through this teacher strike, which is going on? Makes you wonder, because that they just did a, a, an Incitrix poll that talked about the fact that there is a fair bit of support out there right now for teachers. What do you think? one 332 8255 Have you got thoughts on the uh, teacher strike? So this poll that was done, it's quite interesting. And so I want you to stay with me as I break this down for you. It was a Sask Reacts poll conducted by Incitrix. And it shows that 31% of the people surveyed were affected by the STF strike that have happened January 16th, January 22nd, now the rotating strikes. Okay? So that 31% that said they were affected... They were curious to know, of that group, how many of them felt as though it had a significant impact on their family? 49% said that. So 49% of the group who said they were affected by the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation strike, 49% said it had impact on their family in some way, some very significant. And yet 61% of those people said they've significantly increased their support for the STF. Hmm. So it makes you wonder, does the the strike action, the conversations that have been happening in the community about the teachers, is it building momentum for the teachers? Some of you are saying absolutely not, and some of you are saying, yeah, I am a so- supporter of the teachers, and I support their right to strike, and I think this is a good move. I'm not convinced that strike action will have the same effect on parents and families as withdrawing services for things like extracurricular. I feel like that probably puts more pressure on families and frustrations on families, but I guess we'll see. What are your thoughts? This is Bugs and Hugs, one 332 8255 Let us know your thoughts. You got something that's bugging you? Give us a call. Let us know, one 332 8255 the text line is going crazy. Yeah, Kevin and Regina says, right on. No chickens in the city. Smell, noise, coyotes finding their way into backyards. So Kevin's supporting. So Sheldon, by the way, Sheldon and Esteban, the only chicken that should be in a backyard should be on a smoker or a barbecue or maybe in a bucket. <laughs> you know, the argument is for the people that like to, that, that are advocating they want chickens in the backyard is they want to be able to get up in the morning They want to be able to, with their house coat firmly tied at the waist, open the back door with a fresh cup of coffee in their hand, stagger out to the chicken coop, nestle their hand underneath the hen, pull out a fresh farm egg, no, a fresh city egg, go inside and have uh, an omelet for breakfast. Because without a chicken, you can't chickens in the backyards i think it's a dumb idea one 332 8255 got a bug got a hug got something you want to talk about i've got paul in saskatoon who's on the line thanks for calling in paul what have you got you got a bug for us today you know i i got a double whammy for you today evan let's I hear it a, i got a hug going out to flex ed that is a phenomenal organization to assist uh, families and the kids for extra help. Did you hear Ann and Connie on with me yesterday? 
I did. My buddy called me and he says, he says, Paul, Paul, flex heads on there. <laughs> this, this actually, his, he said, this company actually saved his kids' life. Is that right? Figuratively, right? Because he was having trouble. The kid was, well, whatever. It, it, it Struggling. Tremendous. Struggling, yeah. My, my bug is with the teachers on strike. You, they go, they, you got to go back to school because your fight isn't with Scott Moe. Your fight is with uh, your union and the Board of Education or, you know, these groups that they have, whatever, all around the city. That's, you guys want more money? Guess what? Look at your union dues and look at how much money the, the upper echelon is getting, the top heavy, um, you know, upper mm-hmm. echelon there. Now, number two is we have, and I don't know what rocket science, and this came from the Board of Education, what rocket scientists came up with new math? Because we have an entire generation now, they can't even give change because this new math. Number two, you got these bleeding hearts that say, oh, we, we can't fail my child because that'll hurt his feelings. Well, guess what? Like that guy from PA that teaches math, if you don't have grade seven, uh, if you haven't mastered grade seven stuff, how are you supposed to go into grade eight? Right. Yeah, that's foundational stuff, isn't it, when it comes to math? Well, that's right. And then you've got kids, they're acting out. Why are they acting out? Why are they disrupting? Because they they haven't grasped the information they need to go ahead into the next grade. And here's here's another thing. No one's failing them. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to fail them. Like, that was when I went to school and when my kid went to school, the biggest thing was, oh, you don't want to fail, so you studied hard. Right. By passing everybody, and like I said, they've destroyed an entire generation of our youth. Because without a good education, what do you have? Well, Paul, you make some great points. I feel like every single point Paul just made are things that we've talked about, that new math curriculum. Remember, we had Ashton Reldon on from Mathnasium, and we talked about that. We talked about the pass or fail thing, and people get really bothered really bothered by the word fail because I used the word fail and I was getting beat up (laughs) from texts, beat up on social media. Okay. Let's call it this social, the, the, the social promotion theory or retention. So do you promote, do you support the social promotion theory, which is you move forward regardless of how you're doing on an academic standing and they find ways to wrap your supports around you so that you can excel the next year, which we know doesn't always happen. We're hearing a lack of supports in the classroom. Or do you retain people in the grade that they're in? Notice I I didn't say the word fail. You retain them in the grade that they're in and give them that that foundational knowledge that they need so they will succeed in the next year and throughout the rest of their education. It's philosophical discussion, and clearly right now our province, like many, are going through this social promotion theory. So anyway, appreciate the call because I think everything that you're talking about, including Flex Ed, which we had on the show yesterday, all very topical discussions when we're talking about education. All right, I want to take a quick break. We are going to come back. I've got I've got Kevin and Kevin. Kevin from Lorley, Kevin from Regina on the line. They will be my first two callers when we come back. It's Bugs and Hugs right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. <laughs> 
Super duper. That's nice. That's awesome. Way to go. Neato, gang. This is Bugs and Hugs for Alibi Vodka. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this Friday edition, of course, of Bugs and Hugs. Every Friday at 10 o'clock, we give you an opportunity to call in with your bugs and your hugs. And yes, I will admit we had a couple of little phone glitches. So if you tried to get through and you were having trouble, we should have the situation rectified now. one 332 8255 The texts are coming in fast and furious. And we've got some calls stacked up here. I'm going to start with Kevin and Lorley. And Kevin, you've got the first hug of the day. What is it? Well, you know, I can't understand how there's so many bugs. It's <laughs> It doesn't sound very Saskatchewan-like, does it? Well, it's it's sunny and it's going to be above zero today. My goodness, we should be able to find something to hug about, right? That's right. What I have you got? A shout, I want to give a shout out, Evan, to the ski operators in this province. You know, we're a flat province, but we've got a whole bunch of ski hills from everywhere from Fort Capel to North Battleford to Duck Mountain to, yeah. to just north of Melford. And, and they just do an excellent job. We were actually skiing down at Fort Capel yesterday. The conditions are great. The people are great. And it's just a huge amount of fun. Those people try to make a living on about three months' worth of business a year, and they just do an incredible job with what they've got to work with in Saskatchewan. Shout out to them. That's that's a good shout out. I'm curious, how is this warm weather affecting the hill? Was it uh, was it a bit glassy or was it all right? No, it was great. Um, from the first run, we were there for about three hours, and from the first run at 10 o'clock until we left about 1, the, the snow was really good. They, You know, in Saskatchewan, you, you ski down into the river valleys, and they... they they make the snow on the south side of the valley, so everything's in the shade. Um, there's lots of snow down there. When it melts in the city, people think, oh, there must be nothing at the ski hills. But it's it's man-made snow, and there's and there's lots of it. Good stuff, Kev. Thanks for calling in. I hope you have a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, it's a good shout-out to ski operators because Kevin's right. There's lots. Wapiti, Mission Ridge, Optimus, Duck Mountain, Ochapways. There's... You know, for a flat province, we actually have lots of opportunities to do some skiing. And so a salute to them on bugs and hugs so we have to take another quick break as i said the phone lines are wide open we are going to take a break kevin and regina has been waiting patiently he will be my first caller when i come back you're listening to 980 cjme and 650 ckom oh good morning and thanks for joining us it is your opportunity bugs and hugs every friday we give you a chance to call in at 1-877-332-8255 and let us know if you've got something on your mind that is bugging you We'd like to hear it. Kevin, the most patient caller we've had today. Thanks for hanging on. Kevin and Regina, what's your bug today? Kevin has patience. There's nobody that'll believe you on that, brother. <laughs> nobody. Um, hey, did you get a chance to check out that call? Yes, yeah, so uh, you did. Conspiracy, Kevin, you did say some wonderful things about me as chief of police. You know, and it's interesting. I'm calling in about Michael Kempa interview, and you were you were talking about the protest that uh, yep. the TP protest. Yes. You know, I I called in regularly throughout that to uh, to uh, you know uh, back you and uh, praise you for your actions during that. Uh, that was one of the, the things that made me uh, sense your sense of compassion for for social justice and stuff like that. And and so it was interesting enough that you you did that. But the, the interview with uh, Michael. Kempa, Kemp uh, really torqued me up. You didn't. Uh, you didn't like what he had to say. Oh, not at all. I mean, I watched Michael Kemp uh, for ten, twelve hours that day. Uh, Michael Kemp is one of the people I was talking about when I said it was the media 
who help cheer on and instigate and promote and justify on false premises the the fact that they used the EA Act. He did that. Yeah. I watched it all that day with my own eyes. And as I said, on false premises, and he, and he's still he's still operating on these false premises that that the that the uh, the, the convoy was about hate and stuff like that. Do, Evan, do you remember Montebello, Quebec? Yes. Do you remember what happened in Montebello, Quebec? Mm-hmm. The provocateurs that were caught, the the, the government uh, operatives, uh, most likely RCMP operatives that were caught as provocateurs with 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 knapsacks with rocks on their back. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you know where the Shadow Laurier Hotel is in Ottawa? I do. I've been there. Ah, uh, yeah. I was not surprised. Uh, I grew up there, Evan. I, I there's a Paul's boat line, sightseeing tour boat line. Yeah, right uh, outside there. I know right exactly where you mean. There, right at the locks. Right. I used to work on that boat <laughs> at the age of ten and twelve. I, I I hustled my way onto it as a kid. Uh, you know, and, and worked on that boat. So I know that area like the back of my hand. And okay? what's your point, Kev? The point is that Nazi flag was most probably, because that's where all the RCMP stayed, right? Okay. It was at the Chateau Laurier Hotel. So that Nazi flag was most probably an agent provocateur, okay? And those were all the things, and Michael still promoting this idea that the convoy was about hate. It was about love. Okay, so Kevin, you're saying that the police should have dealt with those fringe members and left the convoy people who were peaceful in, the, in, their, in their plan and in their protest should have left them alone. Well, interesting you use the word fringe members. The fringe members were not probably a part of, uh, uh, of the protest. The fringe members were most likely the government itself, okay? They operated on this whole idea of... Kevin, Kevin I like how you flipped that on me, actually. I think that, 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 that's quite good. Can I just ask you this before? Because I've, I've got to move on to other callers. Can we say, clearly you've called in with a bug about Michael Kempa and what he had to say about the Emergencies Act, but can I take it that you called in a hug about me? Kevin, <laughs> does that mean I lost them? How did that happen? One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. I think that's what happened there. I'm not sure. All right, let's go to Wayne in Saskatoon. Wayne, thanks so much for calling in. You got a bug or a hug today, Wayne? Well, it's a hug, man. That's a hard guy to follow. <laughs> well, I think he got frustrated with me interrupting him, Wayne. <laughs> I think I've heard Kevin on the radio forever. I kind of like him, but anyway. <laughs> He's entertaining so, uh, to listen to. There's no doubt about it. Yes. Now, the hug is sort of tongue-in-cheek, if I may. Sure. I'm hugging Charlie Clark both arms, squeeze him with a big, juicy, sloppy hug for not running for me. <laughs> Hopefully enabling, my good man, Evan, enabling a grown-up to become mayor. Okay. That's so I'm, I'm hugging him, man. You're hugging Thank him. You. You're saying, You're yeah. saying it was a good decision. Yep, I want, maybe a grown-up will take over. 1-877-332-8255. Bugs and hugs is going on. We're going to move now to Barb in Christopher Lake. Thanks for calling in, Barb. What have you got for us, a bug or hug today? Are you there, Barb? We might have lost Barb. I'll put her on hold, and we'll go now to Sarah in Indian Head. Thanks for calling in. Have you got a bug or a hug for us today, Sarah? A big bug. What is it? It's computer companies. Okay. Regina sold on the housekeeper for an 84-year-old priest. This man is, he actually was the editor of a Catholic magazine 
way back when, and he bought a new computer, and it doesn't have a manual, and he hasn't got a clue of how to operate it. And I call the company and say, well, you didn't supply a computer manual. They don't, they don't come with manuals. Well, then just order a manual so he can operate it. There is no such thing. I don't believe that. Is there tech support? Can 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 they give him some sort of tech support? Well, I don't I don't know if he would be in a position right. to to operate that. Yeah. And, it, and as I say, I my career was in the OR, and every piece of equipment we bought came with a, with a manual. I can't believe this. There, but I will, you know, I will say, I, I, I mean, I would, I would expect there is some sort of a manual, but most of them now are online. Like I've bought things recently where you have to scan a QR code and it will take you to an online manual, which could be challenging for an 84 year old, but hopefully you can find your way through that. And I appreciate you calling in the bug. Let's try Barb again. See if she's there. Barb and Christopher Lake. Hi. How are you? Not bad. I have a bug and a hug. Okay. What have you got? Okay. My bug is uh, leading music. Always as a lead-in music. You don't like my lead-in music? I don't like anybody's. (laughs) I want to hear the song, I want to hear the whole song. Anyway, my hug is uh, that story you told about the moose in the backyard. Yes. Honest to God, I couldn't stop laughing. I hurt when I was finished. (laughs) I think of it all the time. (laughs) Well, that was, uh, you know, through, through a person's career, especially in policing, the odd time there are calls that stand out and often they're the, uh, they're the weird ones like the moose, but. Well, I appreciate you uh, getting tickled by that story part. I am. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in. one 332 8255 The other thing is, I, I did strike a chord with a couple of people when it came to chickens. Carolyn Harris says the backyard chicken debate should be shut down immediately because of health and safety issues. Avian flu, rodents, predators attracted to chickens. Where are they going to be kept in the winter? In the basement? Those who want fresh eggs, find a local farmer who who I'm sure will deliver them to your door and you won't have to deal with manure and diseases. Jeff in Regina says, Evan, you're right with your analogy and all these chicken fools who want to stick their hand up a chicken's butt with a coffee and a robe in the backyard. I have a solution. Put a fridge out in your yard on the balcony and keep a dozen eggs. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fair point. The chicken thing, you know, I mean, some people, I don't know. It, it, it kind of takes on a bit of a life of its own. I get it. Not everybody loves, loves my take on it, but I say chickens do not belong in the backyard of a city. one 332 8255 Tell you what, why don't we take another quick break here? The phone lines are open for you, so I've got time for a couple more calls. It is Bugs and Hugs. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. We'll be back with the last chunk of bugs and hugs right here on nine eighty CJME and six fifty CKOM. Come on, everybody, give it up! Why don't you do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Because they're all good kids until dried out, brain dead skags like you drag them down and convince them they're no good. I love it. This is Bugs and Hugs for Alibi Vodka. Well, good morning and thanks for joining us today on Bugs and Hugs. I'm, I'm chuckling to myself because the, the chicken in the backyard debate, it continues to elicit responses from people. Talon Beggar says, you know what? I would rather have a neighbor with a couple of chickens than a neighbor who lets his cats roam into my backyard. 
do their business in my child's sandbox and my wife's flower bed. So, there you go. Maybe the cats and the chickens will offset one another. You never know. one 332 8255 It's our last segment on Bugs and Hugs for this week. So if you've got something you'd like to say, if you've got a bug you'd like to get off your chest, give us a shout. I'm happy to have Bree Eberly joining me on the phone right now. Bree is the Marketing and Development Coordinator for Special Olympics Saskatchewan. And Bree, you had a big weekend last weekend and another one this weekend. What's going on? Oh, good morning, everybody. Hello. Yes, we have a polar plunge this weekend in Regina, which is super exciting, um, which I believe you are also taking as well. <laughs> yes, I plan on jumping in tomorrow, although I will say, Bree, I did the polar plunge back in 2017. <laughs> And that's me. You could hear me say, oh, my God, it was so cold. It was that day was like minus 34. Not even kidding. Minus 34 before the wind chill. Tomorrow is supposed to be plus seven. Oh, yeah. You've lucked out. I think you you did this on purpose. I oh yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it'll be uh, some different for sure. But the polar plunge. So last weekend it was in it was in Saskatoon. I know my son was part of it. They had a, a Saskatoon police service team. They jumped in there. How did how did things go last weekend in Saskatoon? Last weekend was a blast, or should I say maybe a splash. It was so good. Um, your son took it like a champ. Um, he <laughs> over 20000 in Saskatoon, which is huge. Um, and uh, right now in Regina, we're over our $20,000 goal, which is even better. Um, and that's all thanks to you and everyone else who's brave enough to take a icy dip for Special Olympics Saskatchewan athletes. And I understand today Tim Hortons is even chipping in, correct? You are correct. Yes, we have a Tim Hortons Special Olympics Tim Hortons Donut um, campaign happening right now, and it's today, tomorrow, and Sunday. So you can go to any Tim Hortons across Canada, purchase your $2 Tim Hortons um, Special Olympics Donut, and all of those proceeds, 100% of that, goes right back into the athlete's and Saskatchewan. Well, this has been uh, good. I think you've got me scheduled for around one tomorrow, Bree. Yep, that sounds about right. Reason <laughs> for a reason. Reason for a reason. Bree Eberly, Marketing and Development Coordinator for Special Olympics Saskatchewan. We'll see you at the plunge tomorrow, Bree. Thanks for taking the call. You're welcome. Good luck. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. It's Bugs and Hugs, and we're going to go to Yogi in Moose Jaw. Yogi, good morning. Thanks for calling in. Are you Good you got a hug today for teachers, is that right? Yeah, teachers, uh, support staff, parents and students, uh, them going out, unfortunately, on the line to get uh, more support for the classroom complexities. And also a hug to you for asking the minister early this morning if they would put uh, a dollar figure that they had into a memorandum for classroom complexities. Which he didn't. I was going to say, he didn't give me a yes on it, Yogi. Yeah, I know, I know he didn't. That's the problem. <laughs> well, you know, the reason I asked him is because I, I've heard from the government, whether it's from him or even the premier, that they yeah. are interested in investing in supports in classrooms. Yeah. Like we're, yeah. we're being told this. The teachers yeah. are saying that they need to see it in the contract. And so to me, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to play the part, the part of mediator to say, okay, well, could we do it this way then? So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't the know. One, the other one, uh, I want to say uh, good for you to 
just coincidence that uh, nobody from any of the school divisions will come on to talk to you on your show about it. Yeah, it's that's that's a frustrating thing too. I, I mean, I get it. I get that they can't talk directly about bargaining while it's going on, but I feel like we've opened up basically a big discuss. This is a provincial discussion on the state of education in the province. That's what we're doing. We're doing that on a daily basis, and so having their input in that. I think is important and there's not really an end in sight in this labor dispute. So how long are we going to go with crickets and silence from the school boards? I know tons of people that are on school boards. I got a friend that's on a school board in Regina. I I feel like they have something to say on this. So let's avoid, let's avoid commenting on the bargaining, but let's come on the show. Now you've pulled a bug out of me because I, I would like to get them on. Yogi, thanks for calling. one 332 8255 All right, let's go to Edwin in Regina. Edwin, thanks for calling in. What's your bug today? My bug is the premiers and the people of Canada. You know, we've proven through court, through the courts now that our government's unjust and they've gone rogue and everybody's standing back doing nothing. And you think the premiers need to step up and take more decisive action? Well, yes. Uh, you know, they proved, the government's proved that they're rogue. Somebody has to take action and put some of these people in jail. Are you talking about things like uh, the pipeline, like some of these court decisions? Is that what you're you're referring to? Yeah, some of the court decisions. Because it, the government keeps passing things without thinking about people's rights. Mm-hmm. Constantly go to court, they get caught. What happens to these politicians? Nothing. Nothing's happened, so you know that's not justice. I think I think part of the part of the problem is Edwin is is finding them guilty of something that would end up putting them behind bars. I, I have to think there's probably a pretty pretty big leap there. So you know, probably the strongest decision and message comes at voting time, and I, I mean we're hearing that, but then this is the discussion that yeah, it's been resounding from Western Canada, but are we also going to hear it from the East? one 332 8255 I got room for literally a couple more quick calls. I'm going to go to Gail in Saskatoon. Gail, what's your bug today? Well, I'm just thinking about this pending teacher strike and, and where all the sides are coming from, but I don't think they're really addressing the issue. And all the departments, like education, social services, healthcare, are all so siloed and a lot of the issues that the teachers are talking about in my mind are like social issues. And I was on the school board for a while and um, we needed to put a, spend some money putting a diaper changing place in for a special needs individual. And that's, it's great to have all the integration. I'm, I'm not saying it isn't, but that should not come out of the, education budget that's a social services issue and and we shouldn't be like the the services shouldn't be so isolated right the um, sil- the siloing effect is is essentially that causes the problem and and sometimes we could be addressing some of the issues that education is feeling by working on something through a health stream or social services makes a great point makes a good point and and it makes sense to me gail Well, we have come to the end of Bugs and Hugs for another day. I know there's still a couple of of calls waiting, and I don't think I'm going to be able to get to them. So, Miles, I know you wanted to talk about politicians. (laughs) I'm guessing that's a bug. We will uh, hopefully catch you next week. We do Bugs and Hugs every week, Fridays at 10 o'clock. But 
you know what, let's face it, the phone lines open up for you many times. So the opportunity to call in and have your voice heard happens all the time right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.